Hello, the internet. <laughs> and welcome to a very special International Women's Zeit Day with Jamie wow. and Anna. Here we are. Here we are. Representing women. <laughs> That's right. They made a conscious choice to let us take over this trending episode for International Women's Day. That's right. That's today, March 8th, 2021. There's, oh, there, how have you been celebrating International Women's Day today, Anna? Oh, you know what? Like any true oppressed woman, I have my fridge broke, my period started, and I have a migraine. <gasps> so my classic. period started too. Wow. Oh what an amazing moment for us. <laughs> I, um, what did I do? I got a happy meal. I received some bad news. I got Uh, my period mm. and I, uh, what did, oh my, I watched Blackfish for some reason. I don't know why I was like. The documentary? Yeah. About the whale. Is this the first time you watched it? Yeah. I'm like eight eight years late to to Blackfish. I don't know. Oh no. So. Um, so that's why I've been celebrating. You heard about what's happening? (laughs) That's going to be my new intro. When I start talking to people, I'm like, wait, do you guys know what's going on at SeaWorld? It's not good. Like it's, uh, but in all seriousness, it's not good. Um, anyways, I don't know why I did that. It was probably just to punish myself. Um, happy International Women's Day. Yes, happy International Women's Day. It wouldn't be a, a classic Women's Day unless we were somewhat suffering. As that's what <laughs> women do, baby. We suffer. Uh, we're good you know, at it. Yeah, and, it. and then we have to... I truly, I told Jack, I was like, how dare you make me work on International Women's Day? But <laughs> I was not able to advocate for myself in time to get out of this. <laughs> you know, and that's and that is the the female experience. <laughs> yeah, really, I was truly. actually I was going to advocate for myself, but then, um, but then I, you know, it just uh, so, such a risk. <laughs> it's I know, just simply too much of a risk to advocate for myself at this time. Yeah, unfortunately, speaking out to be like, mm, I don't want to blacklisted <laughs> forever. That is what it is. To oh, be here we are. Here so, we are. We've got some trending topics. Yes, we do. Uh, we are going to talk about the Oprah and Meghan Markle interview because that is fresh in my mind. You have to. And you watched it this morning. That is that right? I did. Yeah, I watched. I watched the feature length interview this morning. <laughs> and my, I mean, there's like, there's, there's so much. It, yeah, there's so much. Um, we're also going to talk about, uh, Alan V. Farrell, which I have been, uh, keeping up with and is, um, a very important piece of work that is incredibly difficult to consume. Mm -hmm. That's Uh, why I haven't watched it yet because I was waiting for you to just tell me what happened. I'll tell you what I'll tell you what happened with all the appropriate trigger warnings. It's it's tough, but this this week's episode in particular, I thought was like a really interesting uh, slash bleak look into the way that um, CSA cases are like handled uh, yeah. on the state level. We've got uh, oh, we've got one of my favorite part of International Women's Day uh, is when a corporation inevitably fucks it up so bad. Um, yeah. and then, th- so this year uh, it's Burger King and no, less- Burger King. 
Last year it was <sighs> Shell. It, you remember when oh. Shell did sh- just put an apostrophe between the E and the L, and it's like mm, it's actually Shell gasoline and petroleum. That's devastating. And, well, I as a woman felt very seen by that. Uh, <laughs> so speak for Shell. So I love I love a misfired uh, equality stunt, and this yeah. year it's Burger King. Yeah, Burger King. You know what? The king of burgers, you, you would think they could get it right. But again, there is a correlation there. King, monarchy, racism, they don't fucking get it's it. It's all tied together. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the Burger King's politics are, but I would have to imagine that we're we're not aligned. <laughs> Burger King have different views. Yeah. yeah. And, and then we're going to we're going to chat a little about uh, brands that put out clo- like shirts that say like feminism AF. Or the future is female, or you know, I'm a feminist, or I'm with mm-hmm. feminist, or I don't whatever. And then you know, all those shirts are made from like child labor. Uh, and uh, yeah, majority uh, women who are not being uh, paid okay. or treated yeah. well in the workplace. Yeah. So we got a bunch of fun woman stories <laughs> for you today. Uh, there, you know, we we thought about covering a story with a man, but then. We got a strongly worded email. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it was like, and you can only talk about women. Things. Yeah, yeah. Well, women There's... are only um, women only know enough to talk about women. They don't know any other experience. So it's true. This is it's going true. well, right? <laughs> I think we're killing it. I think we're actually honestly killing it. All right. Um, well, let's. You watched the Meghan uh, Markle interview this morning. I watched it last night yeah. live. Uh, were you live my... tweeting it? I ha- I lo- I logged out because I was like, I just want to consume it in one. I didn't fell live sleep. tweet very. M- I think the only thing I tweeted was just like, I will fight a royal family member at this point because <laughs> they just don't seem like good people. And just mm-hmm. like the idea of just being so so white and so cold. Like it felt yeah. like everyone is so cold in that family and that's very as coming from an immigrant family of persians who are like truly the warmest most in your business trying to take care of you trying to feed you until you pass out sort of vibe like the idea so okay let's get into it so one of the things that stood out to me was the fact that they were going to take away or they weren't going to offer archie megan and harry's baby biracial Mm -hmm. baby a security detail because one, they were like, oh, it's too much money. There was a lot of excuses. And it's like, I'm sorry, aren't, aren't you literally paid for by the UK? I think there's money. Like That's the tax the, dollars like, pay for you. That A lot of those arguments where it was like clearly just being discriminatory and then saying, um, actually, it's not in the budget. It's like just so absolutely bleak and just like right. clearly a lie too. It's, yeah. I don't know. And, and Megan, I thought was like, extremely like diplomatic in the way that she like presented that information because there's a world where you could just be like they're clearly lying <laughs> like yeah. it's just garbage and it's like not protecting of a, a baby like it's mm-hmm. re- refusing to protect a baby it's just like unconscionable and you know on top of that the fact that they are literally we are watching what happened to Princess Diana with the tabloid storm, the paparazzi yeah. storm happen again. And Harry basically says, I watched this happen. My mother died. And then I was watching it happen again with Megan. And then for you guys to be like, sorry, you get your son, your biracial son. Hey, guys, mm-hmm. large racial undertones and overtones happening yeah. here. They yeah. ch- they're saying your son 
cannot have security, which makes it with no real explanation other than one, oh, there's no money or two, um, don't worry about it. That's just the way it goes. And then but, basically saying they're going to change the law mm-hmm. so Archie yeah. doesn't get security. Yeah, yeah. And it's and I, I think Megan um, made this point at, at one point in the interview too, but it's just like the fact that he is, that Archie was being denied a, you know, a traditional title at all. Like, I understand that the title is not incredibly important to Megan, mm-hmm. but she pointed out, she's like, but this is the only, like, biracial member of this family besides me. So why wouldn't he, like, why wouldn't he get a title? That is like a right. legitimate question and denying security and safety on top of all of that. It's just like, it's just, it's it's so, cause it's like, whatever, there's like two antagonists in this story where it's the media and it's the internal family. Like it's, mm-hmm two different evils kind of being being fought out here. Yeah, and based on my understanding, if the queen dies, they'll skip Charles because the crown. And it was because of the oh, crown, because they're like, we've seen the crown. Charles does become the king, I think though, right? they would, uh, based on my understanding, they would skip him and give it to Will at this point. Oh, really? I don't know anything, so please don't take any of this at face value. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say before don't take any of this at face value but I do believe what I've read they would potentially skip Charles and go straight to Will I didn't know uh, you could do and that. then wouldn't technically Harry and Meghan if they were still in the family become the Duke and Duchess based on my understanding I don't know <laughs> I think that would allow for the child to have some goddamn security British zeitgeist is flailing <laughs> around like, works. <laughs> please um, I you know I, I, I honestly have no idea. I like, I, I admire the hell out of the fact that, I mean, it is like the parallels are so clear here where it's like, there were things that I, 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 because I, the only thing I know about the monarchy, because I'm a basic person, Mm -hmm. uh, in this regard is I've seen the crown and I listened to the, uh, the series on you're wrong about, about, princess diana and so Mm -hmm. i like heard all these like interview clips with her recently and some of the things that she says and then what megan says here it's like they this they've learned nothing they're also just now making race an issue as well and they're also being racist on top of being sexist and on top of like fuck you as long as things are upheld in the most supremacy way we can possibly do it it's just ugh I'm glad right. that Harry got his family, like that Harry saw the, you know, urgency of the situation, but it's well, just Harry so woke awful. up. I did yeah. like the line where he's like, uh, it doesn't take long to realize uh, the blatant racial injustice going on. Yeah, absolutely. He literally just was like, yeah. And then like Megan sent me a link and I was like, oh my God. This I is know. Happening? Which is- <laughs> I uh, also thought Megan showed restraint and patience there for yeah. <laughs> I was like, she had to send you a link. That's not ideal. <laughs> she forwarded him a link. Also, <laughs> one thing that really stood out to me was the fact that Meghan Markle had suicidal ideations. Yes. She was not doing well mentally. They basically told her, hey, you know what? Everyone goes through this. Like, shit sucks. Like, don't worry about it. We'll protect you. Don't worry. And then she basically asked to go into a program, some sort of uh, like hospital program for 
her mental health and they told her no it's not possible it'll look bad and it's like well how okay i'm sorry what looks worse a woman getting help for her mental illness or god forbid it getting to a point where she actually kills herself that's i guess that's and it's again it's like how many times does this i don't even know what you call it but like this organization this institution need to learn that this is like that this lesson yeah and it it's just so vile i don't uh, yeah god it's truly outdated thinking and the way that harry was even scared to talk about it to his family because he was like I don't even know how to approach this. Like, it's so outdated. Like, so many levels of outdated. You're still treating a person of color like shit. Okay. It's like 20. You know, at the time, it was happening. Like, this is only in the last few years. Okay. Right. Like, right. And then on top of that, you don't even know how to deal with mental health issues. Come on. It's, yeah. One last thing I want to touch on. The skin tone. Yes. Fuck yourself. And you know what? They wouldn't. They were protecting someone. Now, I in wish the morning, that they had not. I know, but in this is these are my theories based off also what I've been reading online. Oprah this morning said that Harry wanted to make it very clear that it wasn't Queen Elizabeth or Prince Philip who said the um, line about the kids' archy skin tone. No so, offense, but can Prince Philip even say anything? No, like at this point, no he is the living dead. Yeah, so I think because if it was either one of them, it wouldn't mm-hmm. be as shocking because you're like, yeah, these are very old people who grew yeah. up in a different time. So it would make sense if they had certain <sighs> comments like that. Sure. I think, Even also based so, on what yeah. I'm reading, it's someone younger who said it, which is why it was so yeah. damning that they said, like, we can't say this because it would be so detrimental to that person. So it's got to be, it's either Charles, which even Charles, I wouldn't be surprised <sighs> if he said that, or potentially no. William. So I think there is... And I, I think that goes along with the theory because they, Harry, at the end, did say that him and William are taking some space. So sure. I don't know. It, that's, of course, I know nothing. Don't take anything I say. Face value I don't, ever. But you're not a Buckingham Palace insider? I'm actually one of those guards who only listens, <laughs> takes in all the tea, but is never allowed to spill. Oh, my God. I Yeah, that, I mean, that anecdote alone, I mean, I... I respect that they you know chose to keep the identity secret but it's like you know whoever whoever said that deserves to fucking you know be publicly shamed for the extremely racist horrible just like ugh, just bad in every way you know action that and, and comment that that is it's just yeah that's uh that's just the, terrible yeah all right let's take a quick trend break and we'll come back and talk about the other two things two or three things we mentioned above we'll be right back and we are back this is the international women's trend episode that's right women exist all right that's why we have (laughs) this day right (laughs) (laughs) To remind, yeah, I, oh God, I love to remember I exist by being sent a series of 10% off codes at each and every year. I love it. I love it. I love it. it. You'll be, it honestly would be very funny to me if, if this episode went up and people people were like, 
you know, there's a lot of good content in there, but they really couldn't do the voices. The voices were just <laughs> killing me. What is going on with those voices? Right. Which let, let's tell you something. <laughs> something we have a problem with is women. Hey, uh-huh. I don't know if you guys notice this, but people <laughs> might hate women. Hold on. Hold on. Unpack this for me. It, fe- it feels, now I hate to say it, zeitgeist, but there is a trend where women guests get a lot more heat on this show than male guests. And I think that is yes. just our natural bias towards women. We can't help it. We hate women. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so many levels to this. I, I don't even, we don't even have time to unpack the levels to this. It is. And a lot of the time it does feel like um, and it, and I mean, it's, it's obviously it's like not an issue specific to this show oh, or no. medium or anything. Like it just happens all the time, but the, the, I don't know, like the, the subtlety with which it will happen sometimes mm-hmm. is just, it's just slowly erodes away at your brain. Um, right. We, they, yeah. people have had years to perfect the microaggression. It's fascinating. The work it's they've gotten, done. The, I, truly, the, the work being done in the community of microaggressions um, Amazing. is really stunning. There's just little, I mean, it's not always little things. Sometimes it's just yeah. aggressive. Like, Don't be like, I hate her voice. <laughs> I don't like, like how her voice okay. sounds. Or like, uh, sorry, everyone, but everyone's obsession with like... Uh, zodiac signs don't exist is oh very bizarre to me uh if you feel that way it's fine but please don't scream at any person <laughs> who just it's usually a woman who brings it up and it's like yeah. like just a yeah. just sniper attack of like just let people enjoy what they enjoy it's not hurting anybody and it is like it, it's just disproportionately female guests who will bring it up even in passing and it just is like you know it's like it's not hurting you (laughs) yeah why are you yelling at us i uh, it's just it's 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 little things but they do add up it does really um you know it's a part of it and i hate that it feels like it's that's a part of my you know that's a part of my job is to for people to be an asshole for no reason (laughs) i mean it's unfortunate and it's why we don't go on sites like reddit or basically mute everyone on twitter yeah, we have to protect our own mental health while we're like putting ourselves out there. Right. Because it can be very right. destructive if you let it sink in. Like I've let certain comments sink in and I'll spend the whole day like, what the fuck? And then I'll be like, yeah. it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But of course, you know, you can get 10 people being like, you're so great. Love you. And then the one person who's like, you dumb bitch. You're like, you oh, don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's unfortunate. Just- but. Yeah. That's how yeah. we're built. We're humans. It's, <laughs> it's frustrating. Sometimes you got to take a it. second. I, t- to me, you are superhuman. <laughs> Therefore, um, everyone is allowed to be mean. It's, yeah. I just like, it's so, uh, it's just, I don't know. It, it's a, it's a strange sensation. And you're totally right where it's like, you can let it roll off your shoulders. This happens to you know, it, this happens to everybody, but I it's mean, it happens. Stream. It was happening to Meghan Markle. Like, yeah, yeah. If that level of what was happening to Meghan Markle happened to me, honey, I would not be here no more. I would. I that's it's like truly. 
I'm, I'm glad that she was able to protect or like, you know, build a, you know, not, a, I guess for lack of a better phrase, bubble where yeah. that information, like not everything can get to you. Because yeah. I'm like, ooh, I'm a compulsive checker, baby. And mm-hmm. I, I find the mean stuff and I let it really just, I mean, it's just, yeah. And, and that, I mean, you can't even imagine that level. Jesus fucking Christ. And then you're just supposed to be alive? Like, <laughs> how does that's that the, work? That's the biggest joke. Then we just have to continue to exist. <laughs> oh, God. Or, What's that yeah. About? Yeah. yeah. That's so, my Seinfeld joke. What's the deal? with having to exist after being constantly ripped apart to shreds. It's so, and it's like, I, I, I'm That's glad, for the guys. That's that for, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that it's like being discussed. I mean, there is kind of like another, it feels like moment taking place right now where it, it seems like this kind of retroactive evaluation of how mm-hmm. women have been treated. It's like, the, I feel like the free Britney movement is very intrinsically connected to like, yeah. look how we let adults at, like treat a child um, in this really sexualized way and, you know, controlling behavior and, and all of that. It's, it's good that that this moment is happening, but then it's also like, there are days where it's like, God, like how many times are people going to have to like put their absolute just trauma out on the line and, at the end of the day, it's just like nothing, you know, changes or the change. Like, it's just so. Ugh. I think we just all need to become more cognizant of why we are attacking someone. So like right before you sure. send that tweet insulting Jamie and I later today <laughs> or write that Reddit <laughs> post, whatever. Right uh-huh. before. Think, why am I upset about this? Is there a mm-hmm. specific thing they said is it the way like just think about it because I think the more we think about these things the better we just need to become more self-aware of what we're doing and why because that's how you're going to learn oh my aggression is towards this or my aggression is towards that like why am I so angry about that am I asking you to go to therapy of course I am because that's the way you figure out why you're so mad at these people I it's like it's like yeah, I mean, everyone needs to do that kind of gut check because sometimes I'll have a moment where I'm like, why am I upset? And then it's like, wait a second, this is uh, not hurting me or anyone. Maybe yeah. I could ch- chill the fuck out, you know? Dude, 90% like, everyone I'm like, has those moments. I just need to eat. So I just, then I'm not I, as upset. <laughs> I just need to eat. I just need to get a happy meal. Um, <laughs> For you, it's literally a happy meal. It's like, I will be happy after my happy meal. <laughs> after my happy meal. Um, you know, it's shamrock shake season. There's no reason we should all be upset right now. Um, you can, you can literally get a shamrock shake at any time of the day, really. And they're nearby. They're nearby to everyone. So that is International Women's Day is brought to you by shamrock shake. Yes, we are. You know, after all that, we are sellouts. So please just let us exist. Okay. I just bought a mansion in the Bahamas with all this, uh, shamrock money. Um, your but, shamrock shake money. <laughs> my shamrock shake money. Uh, just to kind of pivot off how women are treated, I think let's talk about um, Pharaoh v. Woody. Woody v. Pharaoh. Uh, and I think one thing <laughs> that is what it's one? called. It's Woody v. Pharaoh. It's, yes. No, it's Alan v. Pharaoh. Alan v. Pharaoh. You're right, because mm-hmm. Woody is his first name. <laughs> okay. Look, I'm, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. all learning. Uh, yeah, I just think the treatment of Mia Farrow in all of this has been very interesting because that's I haven't watched yeah. the show, so Jamie's going to elaborate further on it. But one point I want to make is that 
from the start, everyone painted Pharaoh as this, oh, just bitter, angry woman trying to get back get revenge, at Alan yeah. for do you know, and, and it was never like, well, let's look at the facts. I guess my, I, yeah, what I had to kind of, because it was like, this was going on when I think we were like too young to interact with the story as it was like rolling out. Like, uh, but, but I just was like trying to put myself back in like, I think as recently as five years ago, I like knew people who were like, oh, Woody Allen's a terrible person, but Mia Farrow, uh, also like two things can be true here. And there are cases where that's the case. I just, particularly after the way that this, um, this really well put together series is, is being laid out. This is not the case here. I mean, it's just, and it's so frustrating to me because what I, what I didn't realize is that a lot of the, like, truly the argument that's been laid out for Woody Allen for years and years, which is that this was a retaliation and this was, and like, why would I just become a, a, you know, a molester at age 57? That doesn't make any sense, which is the defenses that I've heard of him over the years. But these defenses literally came from Woody Allen. This is like, his narrative was consistent from the beginning. He came up with what he was going to say, and then he said it. And it didn't matter how much evidence there was. Um, you know, it's 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 just ugh, it's so frustrating. And and the most recent episode I thought was particularly kind of illustrated that because the the first two episodes I think that there's going to be four total. Um, but um, the first two episodes, um, you know, it's difficult stuff, but it, it gives you the background for uh, Woody Allen's history, for his relationship with Sunni Previn and the um, the assault of, of Dylan Farrell. And so that's kind of how it's set up. And also like a, a trigger warning for anyone who doesn't want to hear about CSA, uh, just fast forward a couple of minutes. Um, and I won't get like specific or anything, but um, the third episode... Uh, mostly um, gets starts to get into the the criminal side of it of like it becomes public information um the media narrative was that mia farrow made this public accusation and that like she was kind of pulling the strings uh, i didn't realize that was not true she told um you know she brought her daughter dylan to the doctor to say what had happened and the doctor legally had to report it to the police. That was why this information became public is because if you tell a doctor that your child has been assaulted, they have to report it. Like that is why this existed in the first, this whole case, you know, began the way it did. And you, you're kind of following for, for the whole episode, the way that the case goes in New York, you see basically just, it's infuriating. Cause I mean, much like elements of the, Meghan Markle story with the Royals, it's all stuff we know, but just the insidiousness and like how it, it's just like devastating. They're, they're talking to social workers in New York who like left their job over it because they were, they were just like, you know, this man clearly thinks he can buy his way out of, you know, this crime that he is clearly committed. And he was successful in doing that. He was denied custody of his daughter, which is the absolute least 
thing that can happen, but it is, you know, kind of follows you through how he uh, managed to get uh, his claws into some of the interviews that were being done and like was able to get information that made him seem like he had been exonerated and then just had his legal team say, I've been exonerated, even though that wasn't true. And like, it's just so, ugh, it's so bleak. There is one, the hero of uh, this episode, I want to shout him out for some reason, but this social worker named Paul Williams, who um, was one of the New York um, social workers who had interviewed Dylan, like believed her, found her to be very credible and consistent, which basically everyone has said was true. And that's a whole other issue of like how we interview um, and speak to children who have been abused. But like, um, he got fired over that. Like they called him insubordinate for believing an abused child. And he had to sue his place of work to be like, on what grounds am I insubordinate for doing my job correctly? And like, just the level of systemic, like, we need to let, uh, you know, wealthy white auteur guy buy his way out of this, like, or the system ceases to function is basically what you're supposed to be taking away. It's just, oh, I hate it, <laughs> but well, I'm very glad that it's being reported yeah, on I'm the way it that is. it's out. I got to watch yeah. it now. I feel like I always, every time I read about it, the way they would paint Mia Farrow um, was always so insidious to me that I'd be like, Mm, this is a hit job like it always felt right. so obviously like this is someone being attacked because oh maybe she had she had acted a certain way in the past but like y- you can't take it all and throw it and use it against her and be like this is why you guys are lying because this great director writer would never and it's like you don't we have our whole lives, we have watched people hiding in plain sight be like true monsters. So, like, you mm-hmm. can't really tell me, you can't tell me shit. It's we also seen yeah it over and over again. How many times do we need to learn the lesson? I mean, that's the thing is, though, it's you just you have the over same and over. situation, and it's like there, no one ever learns the lesson. I guess is is the true issue, and there I can like get I. You should tr- like I, I do I recommend the series if um, if you're able to to stomach it. But it like the the amount of fuckery that was going on with there was this entire study or this entire report that was done on the allegations that um, they threw away all of their notes. They're like, oh, we threw away all of our notes and all evidence of uh, having interviewed it, um, of oh. having interviewed Dylan. And uh, we just don't find her to be credible. And it's like, well, I don't find this study to be credible and just all this shit it's just it's so bleak i hope i hope that this you know series will be able to uh, accomplish something not just for this case but you know for outside of it as well i uh things are so things are so bad things are bad well that's why we have to keep talking about it uh before we go let's talk about burger king (laughs) Um, okay. Interesting choice by Burger King to put out an ad for Women's Day in it's basically their their Burger King Foundation, BK Foundation. They're uh-huh. launching a culinary scholarship program to bring more women 
sure. into leadership positions in the culinary industry. Which um, is, is an admirable goal, right? Yeah, like, sure. that's not the issue here. <laughs> what The issue really stems around the fact that they put out an ad. Oh, God. That reads, women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> is is genuinely really funny like what the fuck are you it's just the tweet is still up for some reason at burger king uk the uk first of all taking a lot of l's today women belong in the kitchen it's like the (laughs) you could say it's any other word choice I'm like blown away. Like looking at the tweet is so it's so stark. It's just right there. Women belong in the kitchen. Period. They did like, put out a tweet saying we hear you and we <laughs> got our initial tweet wrong and we're sorry. We'll do better oh, next time. There. Thank, thank you. Thank you I, hope that, King. I, I hope that the queen does like a, would it be funny if like the, the royal family had to do like a notes app apology for this? They're like, Wait. um, it's recently come to my attention that Wait, the, the tweet responding to the women belong in the kitchen, they responded with, if they want to, of course. It's like, you're not helping. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day. They're- I mean, like, we're not forcing you to, like, only if you want to, but like, we just think there should be more women in the kitchen. But like, not like that. Like, like, but like, you know, like, but like just in the way that like, I think that they should be cooking for me. I don't know. It might not like for me, me, but like for the world. But like, you know, it's like, what? But like for a reasonable wage, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, but no, but no, 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 no. We would pay them yeah, to no, get like, in that kitchen. They're just like a good thing. This is a good thing. I just like what a spectacular way to undercut your own initiative. Like it's a so that's a solid premise for an initiative. It's like yeah. more women in culinary elite. But like you just who was in the room for this decision? I I One. just have some ideas. Social. I feel like it's forty men and a girl boss yeah, came up yeah. with this. Social you know? needs a meeting. Um, whatever agency they hired that pitched this idea, I would go back to them and kind of express why this is not a good idea. Um, did you see that? Okay, this is kind of an aside, but there was a thing where people posted a video of Meghan Markle when she was like 10. She wrote to, uh, a dishwashing liquid company because in their ad, they literally say, women need better whatever like need better grease you know whatever to clean these dishes so she wrote it like i don't understand why they have to say women isn't it people and so she wrote a letter to this company and they changed the ad to say people and then she went on like a little news show she was literally like 10 okay oh my god i don't i just saw this on twitter and i was like that's like if 10 year old megan markle who is literally on her way to destroying the british monarchy (laughs) yes was like guys oh. in like probably early 90s like hey man it's not women okay we're not the only one who cook and clean like burger king come on i, I know they're probably like that's her. so funny like that's so cool uh, so well that on, yeah even the iron the irony's dead it's not even like ironic i was gonna funny. say i was gonna say like my 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 little pet theory with this is it was written and intended to be inflammatory and get them yeah. a bunch of free press um, which we are currently doing also 
So um, gotta love the king. If so, you got our asses. You got us <laughs> again. You we got sold us. out. I just bought another mansion on that Burger King sellout it's money. Just it's just like you remember when Sunny D was having a mental health crisis, and you're just like, <laughs> what is going on? Do you remember that? No, I don't. Unfortunately, <sighs> Sunny D once said, "I'm not bull-. like that." Would be the weirdest joke ever. But it, but it was just a thing that happened. It was, a, it was the weirdest joke ever. It was just uh, Sunny D said, "Like I can't do this anymore." <laughs> this is- <laughs> okay. You know we don't even brand- need to talk about it. We don't sentient even need to talk brand about it. Twitter is too much. It's gotta well, go. Let's let's end on this final story. Uh, we went longer oh, no. than we were supposed to, but who cares, baby? Women be talking. Am I Women right? Women yak yak yakking <laughs> all day. We're just monsters. Um, <laughs> yeah. So something you might have noticed are t-shirts that say like "feminist AF." Uh, mm-hmm. The future is female. Uh, uh-huh. Girls do it better. Feminist. Uh, that's how you pronounce all that <laughs> not feminist yeah you know they're just companies aye, aye. making these shirts um uh-huh uh yeah, yeah. But, but here's but here's the thing so this story uh was in euro news today uh there's been a number of stories over the years to this effect but it's just i think um a cleanly illustrated example of like the optics of supporting women versus the work of doing it. And it's like widely applicable to a lot of different um, things. But basically the the story uh, indicates, I want to make sure I'm getting the name of the company correct, um, that this company, Pretty Little Thing, um, is currently under investigation for modern slavery in the way that they are running their manufacturing their employees are, uh, by and large, women. They are not being paid uh, anywhere near to enough because they're under investigation for modern slavery. And it's employees like this and majority women making these girls support girls empowered women T-shirts while being treated subhuman. And this is like, I mean, this is an issue that spans across fast fashion in general, but I think that just this example in particular, um, it's it's exploiting women for profit. And, you know, sh- when, when you buy a fast fashion shirt that says feminist, um, you're not doing anything is something to keep in mind. You're not, you've done nothing and you should maybe be, uh, it's tricky because, you know, the fast fashion is tied up in this entire you know, industrial complex of like the fact that the working class is not paid, you know, enough to be able to afford ethically made clothes all the time. And that's an entire issue um, as well. But it's, it's basically just like, okay, um, (laughs) you can't manufacture a shirt that says I support women when women are being oppressed in the making of that. So it's a, the classic no ethical consumption under capitalism um don't buy shirts like that if you want a shirt that it's and it's not even like buy a shirt that says feminist like you know live your life they're fun shirts uh but you know just just do some homework you know buy 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 from companies that are treating their employees ethically um which even like a quick google search you can literally write 
the brand's name and then like controversy and like, oh, they'll tell you. They'll it, tell you they what they've been up tell to. You. Also, I didn't another realize... brand was Boohoo. Boohoo was the big one, Boo-hoo. which is like a, a big, uh, what is it called? A uh, fast fashion. Fast fashion. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Pretty Little Thing is of the Boohoo family. Yeah. Boohoo what owns, a... Boohoo's a big umbrella of fast fashion brands. Jeez. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's, I mean, when, when you buy from companies like that, especially when you think you're buying something with a progressive message, um, it's a slap in the face to the movement. I also learned from this piece that, uh, there was a murder at an H and M supplier factory last month. There's like, Oh, yeah. Fast fashion is, um, a true societal evil. Wow. So happy International Women's Day. <laughs> yeah, happy I International mean, Women's Day. And it's, again, it's it's just like, you know, making responsible choices um, and, uh, you know, when and where you're able to. Have I shopped at Forever 21 in the past? Yes. Uh, yeah. It's it's not like a condemnation of anyone who has ever participated in fast fashion, but it is like information that you need to know and there are affordable alternatives. That's... Thank you for joining me on this wonderful International Women's Day where both our periods started at the exact same time, exact (laughs) same minute, exact same second, exact same millisecond. Because that is that is allyship. Yep, exactly. We are that deeply connected. And that's why we were chosen to take over today's Daily Zeitgeist Trend episode. That's why it's all my ladies out there. It's 45 minutes out there because we really needed the time to free bleed, baby. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Happy International Women's Day! Look out for your tweets. (laughs) All right, goodbye. (laughs) Please do not add us. That's a gift. Goodbye! (laughs)